Let's just some uh, cheese, some jalapenos, some onions. Did you put sauce on after? No, or? I didn't put any sauce on. No sauce whatsoever. Where's this glaze? Just, I think that's the that's just the smoke aspect. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> a science. Oh yeah. Because like definitely. if I learn how to do that, yeah, flats would be way easier. Because <laughs> here you gotta you gotta suck it right off the bone know, right? on these ones, and I don't know, you know, which way you bat or you bitch way you swing. <laughs> Welcome. This is live from Langley, BC, the number one podcast in Langley. Well, about everything Langley, that is, where we talk about news events and businesses in Langley. Um, today's guest is somebody who's taken over the home hardware and barbecue niche in Langley. So I'm happy to have him on. Uh, Shaq, thanks so much for joining us here today. Uh, just, you know, you've, you've been a local resident of this area for 20 plus years, as you've mentioned. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about your business and everything like that. But before we get into that, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? My name's Shaq, um, Shaquille Varani. Um, not I'm not the most interesting person in the world. I just, uh, I like hanging out with my friends, big into sports. Um, started working at the Langley barbecue shop probably about five, six years ago. Before that, I was working at a company called 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Um, hopefully you've heard of it. Getting into business, you went to school at, uh, at SFU. Was that with, in regards to business? Uh, or was so it? it was just, uh, it was communications mm-hmm. um, Marketing. Ma- uh, major and then had a business minor. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a lot of what I realized is uh, when I went and got that job out of uh, university there, um, I learned a lot of what I know on the job. Um, just like asking questions, just being thrown right into the thick of things. I was doing a lot of email marketing and stuff of that nature. And you just learn so many different things on the job, just asking questions. So I feel like I learned more in the couple of years I worked there than I ever kind of did in school. Um, oh yeah. That's not uh, saying for people not to go to school or anything like that, but uh, I just learned so much on the job. It was super helpful. And I took a lot of that to the business I am in now, which is uh, really, really nice. So are you using a lot of those strategies now or what, what yeah, kind of so, strategies? So just for email marketing, we would use different kind of tests and stuff of that nature and like just subject lines, that kind of stuff. So I don't do really too much email marketing, but if we're doing ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, that kind of stuff, I test different things, see what works, see uh, see what doesn't kind of work, that kind of things. And just kind of strategic stuff in um, – like where to place your ads, who with the demographics, all of that kind of stuff. Um, it really, really has helped um, just open up my mind and see um, where I can improve and where we're kind of lacking. Yeah, it's interesting because I didn't know you guys did ads or that you yeah. were partaking in the ads. Yeah. So like that's a huge part of this. So yeah. I, I'm going to definitely ask you more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about, so let's talk about the business first because yeah. then we can segue into like what the areas that you see, you know, the best returns, yeah. so to speak, mm-hmm. in, in that demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you, you got into this business, uh, running operations. What got you into this? Were you saying family? Was uh, so, so this is my dad's store. So my okay. dad's had this store since 99. Wow. Um, yeah, so he used to uh, work in a store in West Van, and then he had an opportunity to come open this store. Mm-hmm. Um, so he uh, he came and opened the store in 99, grinded for a while, seven days a week for like about five, six years. So he grinded for a while, and then things got better, business picked up, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then he got into the business with um, his sister later on, came in and helped. And then she decided to leave about five, six years ago. And um, basically, I just... He was kind of older. I wanted to kind of help him out. So I said, okay, you know what? I'll come try and help you out, see see where this can go. Not that uh, I didn't like my job or whatever. I was just trying to kind of help my dad out. And um, things at the beginning were a little bit slow 
business was okay, but um, honestly, what was a huge boost for us was uh, was COVID. Mm. We were one of the few businesses that actually kind of benefit from COVID because a lot of people were home. They were needing to do home improvements, had a bit more money spent because they weren't going on vacations or spending it going out or anything like that. So people were coming to our store to uh, just do that kind of stuff and just we became noticed because a lot of stores, a lot of the time we're a small store. So we kind of blend right into the street. Um, so a lot of people just became aware of us as a store. So that really helped in that sense that people knew that they could come to us. We give pretty good service. You're not having to search high and low um, like some of the big box stores um, that if you come to us, we'll be able to help you. And if we can't help you, we'll be able to at least point in the direction of uh, where you can get that help. It's funny. You mentioned that uh, like I hear that all the time about COVID, you know, yeah. changing things up yeah. in people's business, mm-hmm. but it's funny because uh, remembering COVID going to Home Depot because everybody was going to Home Depot. Exactly. There was lineups. Uh, that's there. why people were coming to us because the lineups are so long. People were coming to us. We actually, at some days, actually had a small lineup outside our store because we had to limit the amount of people that were coming in. And then also at the same time, we actually usually are a 9 to 5.30, 9 to 6 business. We cut our hours to 11 to 4 just because um, we had too many people coming in and we weren't able to stock the shelves. Oh, right? wow. So we had our guys still come in from 9 to 5.30, 6 o'clock. But we wouldn't open till 11 um, because they had to stock the shelves. And then after we close, we stock shelves as well just because we're That's such crazy. a small store. Yeah. Um, and we could have tried – we tried to look at uh, hiring some help, but unfortunately there's just not a lot of people that um, were really looking for jobs. Or Even though people were laid off, it's just like I think from a safety precaution-wise too – um, people were a little bit weary for that. I as mean, well. if you're getting paid to stay home, yeah, right. Which, that, it's like, why would you thing, go? Right? Anyway? People were getting paid the same amount to stay home as they were to work. So, um, I guess I can understand it from that point, but yeah. I don't think too many people were looking too hard. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's funny. Uh, oh, so I think I didn't even know there's your storefront yeah. until I think I just saw it in that video mm. for Discover Langley, yeah. uh, which we're going to have them. We're working on having them on, too, to talk about all those businesses, oh, which yeah, is they cool. they do a great job in mm-hmm. terms of just promoting local businesses. They do everything they can to just mm-hmm. help a lot of the smaller stores in downtown Langley, just promoting them, making people aware of them, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like how they focus strictly on that. And then when I saw that video yeah. with your storefront, I'm like, I drove past that store yeah. all the time. And you know why I remember it, yeah. actually? Remember the sign store next door? Yeah, there's still that sign store. They're yeah. still there, yeah. but... Remember the sign they had with the moving person? Oh, yeah. I so, picked that sign up a couple of times when it was windy. They just knock it over. But I remember that sign. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if anybody watching this remembers, but that is why I remember <laughs> that area for, like, the most is I didn't really pay attention to the stores there. Yeah. But that sign store with the moving, you know, where it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this could be your business <laughs> yeah. or something like that. And then I remember always driving by. I'm like, oh, there's a home hardware store there. I'm like, yeah. wonder, you know, like, I've never been there. I haven't needed to go there. Yeah. But it's good to know there was one there. And now I'm like, oh, wow, just like that shocks. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's honestly uh, our biggest challenge in terms of moving forward is even though like during COVID, we got a lot more awareness. It's just like making people aware that we're there. And it's that's the hardest part because we're home hardware. We kind of on our main, on that street and we kind of just blend right into the street. That's our biggest challenge right now, mm-hmm. I think, is just still making people aware that we're even there. Mm-hmm. Um but you're trying something new, yeah, right? And then so so you're doing the barbecue thing now. Yeah. Um, and so before it was home hardware, now you've added the barbecue. So when, when I first got there, it was still known as uh, Langley Home Hardware and Barbecue, but um, we didn't sell – we sold a decent amount of barbecues, but I'd probably say since I got there, our barbecue sales have probably gone up 30%, 40%. Wow. Um, but just because I pushed them, I saw like an opportunity there. Langley's a big market for uh, detached homes, condos, apartments. It's growing constantly, like you know, right? So – 
people like to barbecue. People like to spend time outside with friends, everything like that. So I just saw an opportunity there to grow that aspect of the business. And so far, the barbecue aspects have been doing really, really well. Um, it's a bit of a challenge sometimes because for us, like I said, we blend into the street. We don't really have a parking lot, that kind of stuff. So um, that's that's a little bit of the challenge there. But we've really tried to expand the barbecues and uh, just make people aware that um, if you need anything barbecue related, we can do uh, whatever we can to try and help you out. Mm, okay. So yeah. what what are you doing in terms of mark? Are you doing like events? Uh, so for us, like I would love to do events, but um, so we have our brand reps of each brand. We have Weber, Trigger, right. Royal King. We have our reps come in once, twice a year to do events or, or like cooks and stuff of that nature. But like I said, the biggest challenge is because we don't have a parking lot or anything. You can't really do anything inside when it comes to barbecuing. And then for outside, um, we just have a little bit of sidewalk space. So we'll have our guys come in and do a little bit of cook, but it's just hard to get that kind of going because like I said, we don't have a ton of space. So I think that's probably one of our biggest challenges. Like if we had a parking lot, I'd say throughout the summer, I'd try to host five, six different events of, of barbecuing, some games and contests, that kind of stuff. But we just don't really have the room. And I think that's the biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, but it still helps just people taste the food. They get it. They have a fun environment. They taste how good it can, um, it works on that kind of stuff. So, um, it still helps. Definitely. That's what it's about. Right. Because like you go to those barbecue, like I'm like, you're talking, uh, Huge barbecue fan. Oh, here. there we go. So like, I go to, uh, we went to the barbecue, the Rib Fest or whatever, Rib Fest yeah. in Langley. Yeah. That was like, oh, yeah. so, literally went and had almost f- like a plate from every <laughs> single stand, right? So you have them all lined up. Oh, this yeah. is from this one. That's for, so Rib Fest in Langley oh, was unreal. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, there's, there's different, you know, barbecue spots. There's one, um, just off the highway, I think 232, or what is that exit? But it's a Texas smokehouse. Yeah, or, I've heard of, I haven't gone to that. I haven't had a chance to go to that place, but I've seen them. Um, on like Instagram and Facebook a little bit mm-hmm. and their food looks unbelievable. It's so like, good. Yeah, yeah. It looks really, really good. I just haven't had a chance to, to go out. Um, just been pretty busy, but like their food looks unbelievable. Yeah. And they start in the summer usually. Yeah. So like, yeah, they like, if you go there on a Thursday evening, cause they're yeah. only open certain times on yeah. Thursday, um, check them out. It's less busy. Yeah. So that's when I went and, nice. uh, yeah, it's so good. So, but, but trying that food, yeah. you're like, man, I want, I exactly, want a barbecue. Right? Yeah. I want a smoker. I like, know. Right. So that's so, the biggest thing. Like, um, like our Traeger smokers have been probably the biggest seller in the last little while is just cause people taste how good the food tastes. Um, and then they get compliments on their food. So everyone likes, loves compliments on their food, right? So um, they have been probably our biggest seller in the last little while. And you really can't go wrong in it. Um, probably my favorite thing to cook on. It's like from what I have never cooked on it, from what I've heard, yeah. is just cooking in a smoker is, is a little bit less uh, effort involved just because you put it in there. It's hard to burn, yeah. right? Obviously, don't over smoke it. Yeah. But it's more of a time thing than, than like you got to worry about the heat and yeah. burning it, mm-hmm. overcooking it. And it cooks it, I guess, from within a little bit. Right? Yeah, so that's the nice thing about the trick. I think it's more the prep than anything, right? It's just like getting everything together. I think, honestly, just for the prep for this, it just probably took like 45 minutes to an hour just getting everything prepped. But once you put it in there, you just kind of set it and forget it. And what's nice about most of the triggers is all Wi-Fi controlled. So like oh, wow. today, so I put the food in and then I had to go do the banking for a business and I could check everything through my phone. So just make sure our temperatures weren't running too hot, anything like that. If you're doing a piece of meat, there's a meat probe too that you could just check that if your meat's running, um, cooking a little too fast or it's close to done, anything like that. So they've made it as kind of easy wow. as possible. <laughs> I so, never would have guessed. Yeah, right? So when you're doing like, say, a 12-hour brisket or 16-hour cook or whatever, not everyone has a luxury to just sit around in the backyard and have a couple of drinks. Sometimes you do, but you don't always have that <laughs> That's luxury. That's a lot of right? drinks. Exactly, <laughs> right? Hours. So you can, uh, you can just put it on. 
um, check it through your phone every once in a while, and uh, you don't have to stress about it, which is really nice. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, you got me thinking for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, like, stuff like that, like, people don't know about that. So, yeah. you probably, like, th- those events that you throw probably help with, you know, education. Exactly. Um, the ads that you're running, like, are they geared towards more like, hey, we have a barbecue sale? Or is it, like, things like what you literally just said? Yeah, so for, like, our ads, it's just very Honestly, they're pretty basic. They're Facebook and Instagram ads. Like all the, our demographic is usually, I would say probably about 40 and older. Um, I think it's like, I think if people just have a little bit more disposable income at that stage, like a lot of people our age, um, some people are doing really well, but I think it's a struggle. Like things are so expensive. You're just trying to get ahead. You don't always have that disposable income for like a 1500 to $2,000 barbecue, right? You're just trying to get that start at home. And um, I don't think that's high on the priority list. Um, But our ads are just basically making people aware again that we are here to help you with every barbecue you need. And honestly, we don't really put out any ads for sales. And the reason why we don't is because um, the brands of all the barbecues we sell, they set the pricing. It's almost like Apple. So they set the pricing across the board. And why that kind of helps us because we're a smaller store. So big box stores like Home Depot, Canadian Tire, they can't undercut the pricing um, because for them, it really doesn't matter. They could undercut the pricing and they're, they're, they could sell a thousand units, only make $50 a unit, but their volume is insane. But so it's really, really nice for us that the pricing is set across the board and we can tell people you're not going to find it cheaper at Home Depot or Canadian Tire. It's going to be the same price across the board. So you might as well come to us. We support know our local. stuff, support local. We know our stuff. If you have any questions, we're going to know it. And then if you have any warranty issues, you need your parts, anything like that, we know all of that kind of stuff. So I think that's still making, uh, trying to get that out there, making people aware that our prices are not more expensive just because we're a local store. It's the same across the board. Interesting. Yeah. interesting. That's really good to know. Actually. Yeah, right? A lot of people don't know that. It's uh, something actually just like th- hearing what, you know, the type of content you're putting out there and the ads and stuff, yeah. like my marketing brain is just like going crazy. <laughs> and also we talked about this last time. Yeah. It's probably ADHD, but <laughs> um, I'm just thinking about the type of videos that you could put out there because at the end of the day, like what you're what you're putting out there maybe is in regards to just like your store or, or the barbecues or, you know, what you have for inventory. But if you were to make videos with your phone mm-hmm. being like those, those cooking videos, yeah. about like here, this is how you prep. Yeah. Um, prepping this food for like say this Langley event it yeah. probably doesn't even have to be a Langley event but mm-hmm. be like for having uh, like like lunch at this park in Langley yeah. mm-hmm. so you kind of tie in that it's in Langley you yeah. also show the kind of food you're making for that exactly, picnic right? family event mm-hmm. and then you take that video and with if you you know uh, Facebook marketing yeah. you run a video views ad yeah. and then from that it'll capture all of the like impressions and then now you can run a retargeting uh, ad to those uh, to those viewers oh, because really? you know they're in Langley, you know they're interested in barbecue. They yeah. watched the majority, if not the entire video. Um, and now, like now, you can also set the tone with the demographic of like, okay, well, we know someone who's eighteen is not going to buy this. Yeah. So like, but so little bit of a disclosure there. I've sold people's houses mm-hmm. where their kids, 16 year old kid yeah. saw the, the house yeah. and then they called their parents. So yeah. not a bad idea exactly. to even hit right. them with it. Mm-hmm. But let's say you still want to focus on like the older demographic. Yeah. You hit them up um, with that retargeting and now you have actually a catered list of people who are interested and in Langley and in that demographic. Yeah. So it kind of reduces the amount of money you're spending. Oh, nice. um, so yeah. Yeah. I maybe mean, we can, after the show, you can, uh, give me a, a couple tips and uh, guidelines about how to do that. Cause like for me, it's just me on my end. So um, I'm doing the social media. I'm, I built our website. I'm doing all that, but I'm also in the store physically putting yeah, stuff away, tough. bringing barbecues back, 
all of that kind of stuff. So for me, it's time. Like, mm-hmm. it's just time. Like, trust me, like, I see how influential TikTok is. I see how influential Instagram is, especially when it comes to food content, yeah. barbecue stuff, all of that kind of stuff. It's just like you eat with your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So trust me, I've got I've got a whole different ideas, but in terms of the way to retarget um, people and stuff of that nature, it's always good to get some uh, other insight about that. Yeah. But the content, I really do want to create. I have a content calendar that I want to, um, map out and create it's just finding the time to mm-hmm. to do so and then also the budget too right mm-hmm. um, of finding uh finding the right people to uh, be able to film yeah and I love I love helping you know give advice where I can because like like my background is before real estate is marketing and that's mm-hmm. why I've had success in real estate is because I've been able to use those tools to help market homes and you know yeah. help build my brand which yeah. is why I even started this yeah. podcast because I saw such a huge gap in, you know, Langley, mm-hmm. uh, the place where I do my business, uh, in, in, in reference to the exposure that these businesses and events get Yeah, right. because they're, they don't, because they don't know like, okay, let's put it up on like the township of Langley website. Yeah. Like yeah. it used to work for yeah. sure. I could exactly, see that. Of but course. Then, right. But there's just so many different outlets now that's no one's really just going to the person's main website. Um, to just go do that, You're, they're getting it through all d- different social media channels. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, so it'd be cool to see because, you know, a lot of people don't know that um, like the videos don't have to even be high quality. Like here we're in a studio, yeah, right. right? This is not how I shoot. I shoot a lot of my, like every other piece of content that I shoot is not, aside from listings, yeah. is not a professional. It's my phone. Yeah, right. right? That's so true, have right? The, the latest phone maybe. I have a 12 Pro, not yeah. even like the newest one, yeah. but it's still like still good enough job, quality. Right? Yeah. I think that's my biggest uh, problem sometimes. I think like I'm in my head, I'm like, I need to get good quality content out or like it needs to look perfect. But sometimes it's just like getting it out there. Like just film the video, put it out there and just keep doing it and like, so what if you don't get the likes or the views? Just keep doing it, and eventually it'll come. You know, right? it's it's like we're gonna talk about this, but I want to just put it on yeah. record too. Just I think I've mentioned it before. You'll get more views from stuff that isn't overproduced, mm-hmm. because what happens is when people see a high quality video ad yeah, right? instantly. Why are you paying for a professional photographer? Unless it's somebody who's a photographer yeah. and it's just shooting a landscape, yeah. which those videos get a lot of, of views. Course, right? because, but yeah. if you're like highlighting something, mm-hmm. they're like, you're trying to sell me this. Exactly. So whatever, I'm scrolling past that. Exactly, right? So uh, yeah, no, a lot of people think like that too. And I used to think like that too until I noticed how TikTok was pushing the raw videos out a lot more than like... Well, it started with the dancing thing. Yeah, and I was like, I'm never doing that. <laughs> but uh, th- then my, I saw a friend of mine start posting, you know, selfie videos, yep. which I've been doing on my yep. stories mm-hmm. for like five, six years. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to post the exact same video. Yeah. And those started to do well. So same thing, right? Just throw it on reverse and do like a zoom up of same thing you do when you go out for food yeah. at a restaurant. You're like, oh, let me get a cool of video course, of right? this. That's all you <laughs> That's need all to you do. need sometimes, yeah. right? I think I was just a little bit of a late adopter to uh, the TikTok phase because, like, like I said, my girlfriend was on it, but I would never uh, fully love, like I said, the dance videos and stuff of that nature. So mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. Uh, but we recently just uh, got a TikTok and nice. um, probably Yo, just a couple tagged. days ago. Couple you'll be tagged <laughs> with this. So, like, what I've noticed is, so I'm also I started a new TikTok for this yeah. uh, this this channel yeah. and um, in a th- in a, a month now of yep. posting almost every day yep. I've gotten to a thousand followers right oh, wow. so it's like uh, and some of these videos have like twenty thirty thousand views oh that's huge and it's right? like I wanted to show people that have been trying to post for yeah. 
years now, like, oh, I'll never blow up. Yeah. Some of my videos get like a, a 200 views. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. But then there's like the three or four or five sure. that get 30, and exactly. then I get 100 followers from those videos. Exactly, right? So that's all you're looking for. Mm-hmm, it's all right? about, yeah. you know, but you quantity. Have to be cons- yeah, a quantity, but you have to be consistent in exactly. that too, right? Because if you're just putting out one every one every week or every once every two weeks like you're just not going to get that yeah but you just keep putting it out and it'll, it'll eventually happen for you mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah you got that right so let's uh yeah let's get into this food so before we do though tell us what you've brought today okay so i brought am i talking to yeah okay yeah, yeah. sorry uh so i brought um so i'm first time i made this um i made some queso uh so it's just a blend of a whole bunch of different cheeses um some jalapeno some ground beef a little bit of onions, just all melted in there. Um, sat on the trigger for probably about three, three and a half hours, just blending into each other, some seasoning, all of that kind of stuff. So hopefully it tastes pretty good. I tried it a little bit before. Um, tasted pretty good to me, but uh, I love you guys' opinion. And then the other batch here is uh, I made some chicken wings. Um, we smoked them for probably about two and a half hours this morning. Wow. And then uh, just finished them off at a high heat to, to crisp up the skin and stuff like that. We use some of our uh, meat church seasoning. That's been pretty popular in the barbecue world lately. But uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy. Oh, I'm, well, yeah. you're gonna hopefully have some too here. I'm not <laughs> gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. eat the whole thing. So you're you're talking like this is. You're speaking my language here. You got queso. <laughs> yeah. You got wings yeah. and nachos. Yeah, you That's can't really it. go wrong. I thought it was uh, not a bad way to go here this morning or afternoon. I guess. Yeah, probably not much of a breakfast. <laughs> the reason we do this at lunch is because we like to have there lunch. There we go. I didn't have any breakfast this morning, there, so uh, there you go. We'll dig in. So um, we're gonna cut to me trying this. Okay, let's have a let's have a bite here. Yeah. So these chips obviously are the the go to nacho <laughs> chips. We were talking about that. Doesn't this beats Tostito? This beats all of them. It's got like the the crispy edges i don't know if you can see that there we go right so you know is cooked properly there we I, go so what what's in the case just a bunch of vegetables it's, and it's, cheese it's just some uh, cheese some jalapenos some onions hopefully it's not too bad that is terrible <laughs> <laughs> so good oh, <laughs> so I know, good right? yeah that is like, so um, a, a sunday football kind of snack oh okay coming over that kind of stuff. You so you're telling eat. me this is what you make for for, for sunday I, football i'm going to have to start making it moving forward this is the first time i actually made it was today just for this uh, this show, so hopefully it uh, it turned out okay. That is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> this is like so. What does this remind me of? Like, you know how everyone has like one of the big dips that people make, um, and they all have their specialty is uh, spinach dip. Mm. So this is like the queso version because I never had somebody make their own queso dip, yeah. but it's not just because if you go to the restaurant, they just drop some cheese whiz yeah. and melt it. <laughs> Right, so yeah, this exactly. has got oh, has no, got some got texture. Like, some cream cheese. It's got probably two or three different types of cheese. Okay, you got to break it down. Yeah. So cream cheese. Yeah. What else? It's got some cream cheese. It's got some uh, cheddar, some mozzarella, some marble. Um, we put some salsa in there. Onions, tomatoes, jalapenos, um, some seasoning. Um, that's pretty much it for the most part. Uh, and you smoked it, and we just smoked it at low heat for about two hundred degrees for about two and a half hours. And then it just kind of every half an hour going in there, just like stir it up a bit, melt a little bit more, melt a little bit more. And then uh, at the very end, we just cranked it at a high heat just to get that final melting aspect to it. And we're here now. So right? you could say this is probably uh, like the most, uh, what was that? Not, not the most time spent ever on a queso dip. Because oh, I, I, um, I don't possibly. know. I don't know of that. Like, even if you go to like a restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant, yeah. they'll spend a little bit more yeah. time on queso because yeah. they probably serve it. Yeah. This like destroys that. <laughs> so I guess 
If it doesn't work out at the barbecue shop, like you could make we'll, these we'll see and what we can do there, you could. Right? Sl- I, I think you could sit like you could sell these on the side. And this. No, it, it's pretty good actually. I uh, I won't lie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I'm happy it turned out uh, pretty well for a first time around. So I'm hoping um, this summer to uh, to do a, a few events and hopefully I can serve this up and people can try it and uh, get a couple uh, triggers sold and uh, they can try it on their own. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what I'm looking forward to because if you put this in front of people and, and like you know they could they could make something obviously without without the smoker, but yeah, the smoker course. you can definitely taste the smokiness in yeah, that. Like it's not just it. it's not just oh it's just queso. Right. There's definitely a little bit of a smoky hint to that. Um, and that's what makes it, it like it gives it a little bit of a spice. Yeah, we try to we're trying to get a little bit of a spice in there, a little bit of smoky undertone, nothing too overpowering. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the beauty of it is just like and like I said, like once I put all the ingredients together, oh, I put some ground beef in there too that I I uh, cooked up last night. Um, you just put it all in the container, you just throw it in the Traeger. Like I said, the prep work was the most of the stuff. Put it in the Traeger, let it sit there for a couple hours, just go out and stir every once in a while, and you're pretty much set. So. Like I said, it's mo- more prep work than anything, and then yeah. it comes out in uh, well, a beautiful dish like this. Yeah, thanks for your recipe. Now, <laughs> people won't have to buy the trigger. <laughs> but then when they don't and they make it, they'll be like, wow, this is trash. Oh. So they'll probably have to come to your store after and grab we'll, that. We'll have to do a, a little bit of a food video on here, uh, breaking down how we make it. Oh, yeah, yeah that'd be like, there you go. That's number one video there. <laughs> and then, okay, so these wow. are just some uh, smoked wings. They might be a little bit cool now, um, mm-hmm. but basically... Um, we just, uh, we seasoned these guys up, let it sit for about 45 minutes, half an hour. And then, um, we threw it on the trigger for about an hour on each side so that it just kind of smoked through. And then we cranked it up to about 450 for the last 20 minutes to kind of crisp it up. And then, um, sometimes it's just a dry rub. Um, generally, um, we try and get some sauce going and stuff of that nature, but we didn't want it to, uh, to get too messy out here. So hopefully, uh, it still tastes good and, uh, you, uh, you like them. So right off the bat, I'm gonna like wings. I can I can review wings because oh, I've had tons of wings, right? So wings here. Um, if you compare this to a wings wing, right, which is usually what what I don't like about homemade wings is that they end up a little bit too uh, mushy sometimes yeah. or burnt. Yes, right. So exactly. this is like. Perfect. This is the perfect balance of the two because you can still see. Did you put sauce on after? Or? No, I didn't put any sauce on. No sauce whatsoever. Where's this glaze? I, just, I think that's the that's just the smoke aspect of the the finishing aspect. But we didn't put any oil, no sauce, no nothing. It's just basically threw on a dry rub, threw it on there, smoked it for like I said a couple hours, and then finished it at a high heat. And then it just generally naturally from the the fat within the wings mm. gives it that bit of a glazed look. Okay, cuz I was expecting some sort of sauce flavor. No. It looked like a, you know like a no. barbecue teriyaki. So no, that's this amazing. is pretty yeah, this is not going to be any kind of overpowering anything like that. Um so like, like a salt and pepper type yeah, yeah, but yeah. with more flavor, mm-hmm. more kick. We used a seasoning with a little bit uh, supposed to have a little bit of a heat in there. But like I said, generally we try and get um, some people like sauce on their wings so we would try try and do something like that, but for the purposes of this event, I didn't want to get uh, too messy here. The, I thought the queso was uh, more than enough. So um, hopefully this dry rub turned yeah, out pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's have this taste here. There we go. It's sweet. Yeah. Right. That's so good. Mm. And there's a little bit of a kick in there. Yeah. This is that. This is that rub that you're talking about that sells like crazy. Yeah. So like, uh, it's called a meat church rub. Wow. And, um, so bring good. it in from the states, and they partner with Traeger and. Um, just super simple. Just literally toss it on. Took my gloves, mixed it all, everything up, 
and that was basically it. Not uh, not anything else needed to be done. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, I'm definitely gonna come grab some <laughs> of those uh, some of that rub because like this is um when you make wings at like the family uh, barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. You get I don't know. Like when you go camp, when I go camping, we bring like we bring just like raw wings. We don't yeah. put much on them, mm-hmm. so it kind of has that same, you know, uh, nothing overpowering like you were saying, but it has that kick. Um, uh, like I'm definitely gonna. Uh, it's just enough, right? Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not too, too much. Eh? Yeah, no, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> like you wouldn't even need to dip this either because it's not super dry. Usually yeah, that's thing, you have right? one or the other. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Sometimes when you're cooking wings on your general barbecue, like. Just because it's so it's so much direct heat, mm-hmm. you dry them out, which is nice with these guys. You never have to really worry about drying it out. Like I cooked it for like two and a half hours, and they're still not dry, right? Which is really really nice. Yeah, and so, so and one one big thing people will realize is when you bite into a wing like this, people people see pink. Looks raw. It looks raw, but that's but, just the smoke. That's the smoke cooking through it. It's definitely not raw. The first time I had this, I was stressed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna eat this. Because I have to eat this because I, I made it. But it's been on there for two and a half hours. It I'm pretty sure it's been cooked. <laughs> yeah. But um, I looked into it. It's just that's the way smoking's done. Like your your chicken will look at times a little pink, but it's just more of a hue than anything. It's not going to. But that's the best cooked. texture too, though, because yeah. if it wasn't like bad for you, mm-hmm. like you want that kind of tender in, in, exactly, inside. Exactly, right? You still like, like you, I don't know if you can see that. It is kind of pink. And I yeah. knew, obviously it's cooked and cooked for two hours. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to bring up. That's only something you can get with. With a smoker, as well as it helps to have that Wi-Fi you know, exactly, connectivity right? that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, it has a little bit of that pink hue, but yeah, what you tell people don't don't stress because that's just uh, that's just how chicken gets cooked on on these things. Mm, that's that's mm, that was so good. We're gonna finish all that. Oh please. What's your which one do you, do you prefer? Either like uh, drums or or, or oh, I like the the wings. The wings. The winglets. These oh, guys what are, are they called? There's, there used to be a video. Drum flats. Flats, flats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, a there's a flats. commercial about it. Well, yeah. Do you remember that commercial where I it's talking like about like the flats and it's like a it's like a <laughs> it's like a certain type of flat yeah. has like the arch or yeah. the you know I, know I don't know who put it. Oh my god, I, I gotta find about. that. <laughs> I'm gonna find that for this and I'm gonna put it. So I'm gonna cut it into this right now. So yeah. taking a look at a flatty, uh, excellent nib, very happy with the nub, uh, exceptional meat apex. Nice Gil Morgan. Was not expecting that. Yeah, my go-to is the drums. I oh, like the drums. Like the drums yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just <laughs> maybe because there's more meat. Like with with the uh, with the flats, you usually get like uh, you got the two bones. But yeah. there's I've seen like YouTube videos or sorry TikTok videos yeah. about people tearing into those flats. Yeah. Like the way they twist take the bones it. out. Yeah, right. And someone like they peel it off so nicely. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> a science. Oh yeah. Because like definitely. if I learn how to do that, yeah, just, flats would be way easier. Because <laughs> here you gotta. You gotta suck it right off the bone know, right? on these ones, and I don't know, you know, which way you bat or which way you <laughs> swing, but it's very suggestive. Mm-hmm. The way you <laughs> depends on you. I've seen, I've seen different people eat wings different oh, ways. Oh yeah, you can and, see. I've seen people like like some of the wings look. They've taken every ounce of meat off the bones, and sometimes there's like a full wing left. So everyone uh, eats their food a little bit differently there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could be eating this the whole time, know, honestly. Right? Um, but uh, it's kind of perfect timing because um, now we can kind of talk about where like people can find you. You said you got TikTok. I saw you on Instagram. Tell them about your location, your website. So we uh, 
We're um, located downtown Langley, 20427 Douglas Crescent. We're kind of, um, like Daniel um, mentioned earlier, we're kind of kitty-cornered from like where the old Army and Navy used to be um, or where the old police station was downtown. We're kind of on the same side of City Hall. Um, we're right on the corner of Douglas Crescent there. Like uh, like I mentioned before, we've been there for a while. We've got um, we've got a social media of um, our Langley Home Order and Barbecue Shop. We just got a TikTok. We really haven't posted any. We just open, um, created a couple of days ago, so got to put a couple of videos up there. And then our website too. We're uh, Langley Home Order and Barbecue. Actually, it's, actually, it's just Langley Barbecue Shop is our website. Um, so if you type in Langley Barbecue, we should be fr- one of the first uh, results that hopefully pop up. People generally tell us we are, so that's a good sign at least. Um, and then so we've got our TikTok page that we'll be uh, uploading some content soon, Instagram, and then Facebook, we're Langley Home Hardware and Barbecue as well. Um, a lot of our feedback is on Facebook because older dem- demographic, everything like that. So our ads tend to do pretty good on there. A lot of times when I'm asking people who are coming to buy our barbecues, how do you find out about us or anything like that? They're generally saying our Facebook ads is where they heard about us or saw us or anything like that. So that's always a good feeling knowing that uh, those ads are working. Um, for that demographic. Um, but other than that, yeah. um, what about events? Do you have anything coming up or anything? people? Um, so event wise, um, I've, I'm just talking with my reps right now. We've, uh, we're trying to nail down some dates. I think as of now, I think, sorry, I'll have to have a look. We have a Weber event coming up in the beginning of May. Um, sorry. I'm just going to have a look here. Um, I think we're looking at May 13th. We'll have our Weber uh, rep come down. He'll uh, he'll bring his barbecue. We'll use one of ours. Um, and he'll just cook some foods. He'll probably cook up some chicken wings, maybe some sliders, that kind of stuff. It'll just be right in front of our store. So if you're ever in the neighborhood, just swing on by. We'll throw up uh, some reminders on social media. So what um, day was that again? May 13th. It's a Saturday, too. So Is that the May Long Weekend? Or no, closer? May Long Weekend's the weekend after. Yeah. Rodeo. Yes, a rodeo. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll throw up some reminders. Um, a couple weeks beforehand to just uh, let people know. But if you're in the area, just swing on by. If you just want even some free food, um, just swing on by and uh, enjoy yourself. Because uh, you had me at food, so <laughs> you really can't go wrong. No, that's yeah. amazing. So I mean, you got a variety of things that you're going to be cooking there. Um, I'm going to try to time it so this episode at least starts getting posted around that time, nice. um, and then that way. Um, we can probably use it too to yeah. promote it on yeah. um, on like ads and stuff. That'd be huge. Yeah, yeah. because uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing I'm finding is this like content's great. It's gonna be on my channel, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna send you everything that we've shot, mm-hmm. and then you can post it on your page. Oh, you can post it on your ads, and then it's like quality content. No, that's that huge. I appreciate post. that. Yeah, I know. I will. I'm I'm interested to see how it works because yeah. it's been working for me. So I'd be interested to see how it works. You know, talking about food uh, for for other people. So, so how long have uh, how long have you been doing this for the podcast? So I started it this year. Um, we started shooting this year. I started posting in February, so probably about a month in. Mm-hmm. We've shot like this is the eleventh episode now. Yeah. Um, we have another like three four booked. Um, and yeah, I'm just. It's a lot of uh, work okay, that yeah, I probably right. didn't expect. Like, I, I, to a degree, I expected it. I'm glad it's going so smoothly, mm-hmm. but I already know summer comes around. I'm already going to be, you know, off on vacation, yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, doing some other things. But as long as I make time for this, yeah. it's not, you know, I'm killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. We're eating. Yeah, we're, we're having a good time. Yeah, right? we're chatting. It's not like I'm going out for <laughs> – It's this This definitely beats, like, a Cactus Club three-hour oh, drinks yeah, and right. appies meeting. <laughs> like, you actually get some work done, exactly. but you chat and you eat. So. 
it works out great. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I've been liking it a lot so far, uh, getting tons of good feedback. That's great, man. So it's just, like, local businesses or people around the neighborhood, like... Stra- trying to stick to words um, like Langley. Yep. So Langley, uh, residents, businesses, events. Like I said, Discover Langley is going to be coming on here. And we're going to be talking about what they're planning. They have events planned for the summer oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, they've got lots of events planned. Yeah, so um, like things like that. Hopefully, like we can, I don't even know, like if you have any connections or if you know anybody, yep. we'd be happy to have them on, talk about yep. their businesses or events. But it'd be cool to have like, I don't know, People like Langley Cruising, like, yeah. uh, like uh, what are they called? Uh, planners, like yeah. the Langley Cruising planners that yeah. are going to be uh, doing, they do their thing in Aldergrove now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like that would be actually a sweet event for you to just exactly, get out right? there for. Get, there, get our name out there, that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, just set up shop. You got people walking by. That's like the most foot traffic course, Langley right? sees. Yeah, I just need the eyes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing. It's just word of mouth too. It's just like people... Find out about your business. Tell other people. Let's just like you know, it's the best marketing you can get out there. Totally, yeah, yeah. it's the one that definitely pays off the most. Of the best ROI, yeah, of course. It's not <laughs> Zero even close. cost. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything, right? Sweet. And people are just hyping you up, basically. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Awesome. Well, yeah. Thanks again so yep. much for coming on here, I Shaq. Appreciate it. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, it, follow follow him on social media. Stay tuned for that event. It's coming soon. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe and uh, leave a comment down below if there's anything you want to ask Shaq or if you want any. Uh, else on that you can think of uh, if that's a Langley resident Langley business owner I've already turned down some people because they're from Cloverdale but they don't work in Clover <laughs> but they don't work in Langley uh, they work in Cloverdale and oh. I know our, our guy Vic <laughs> yes he's no longer either of those now no. he's all the way in South Surrey yeah, I know, so right? he's, he's watching moved. this yeah, right now <laughs> exactly right he's moved out there he's living pretty good life out there yeah. so he's been killing it so but unfortunately Vic sorry you're not a Langley <laughs> resident anymore so But, uh, yeah, thanks again for hopping on, and see you guys on the next one. I appreciate it. Sweet. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. No worries. Yeah. Yeah.